0: Section 14 of Geneva Conventions, August 1949. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Will Thompson, Franklin, Pennsylvania. Part 3 Captivity. Section 5. RELATIONS OF PRISONERS OF WAR WITH THE EXTERIOR Article 69 IMMEDIATELY UPON PRISONERS OF WAR FALLING INTO ITS POWER THE DETAINING POWER SHALL INFORM THEM AND THE POWERS ON WHICH THEY DEPEND THROUGH THE PROTECTING POWER OF THE MEASURES TAKEN TO CARRY OUT THE PROVISIONS OF THE PRESENT SECTION THEY SHALL LIKEWISE INFORM THE PARTIES CONCERNED OF ANY SUBSEQUENT MODIFICATIONS OF SUCH MEASURES Article 70 Immediately upon capture, or not more than one week after arrival at a camp, even if it is a transit camp, likewise in case of sickness or transfer to hospital or another camp, every prisoner of war shall be enabled to write direct to his family, on the one hand, and to the Central Prisoners of War Agency provided for in Article one hundred twenty three, on the other hand, a card similar, if possible, to the model annexed to the present Convention, informing his relatives of his capture, address, and state of health. The said cards shall be forwarded as rapidly as possible and may not be delayed in any manner. Article 71. Prisoners of war shall be allowed to send and receive letters and cards. If the detaining power deems it necessary to limit the number of letters and cards sent by each prisoner of war, the said number shall not be less than two letters and four cards monthly exclusive of the capture cards provided for in article seventy and conforming as closely as possible to the models annexed to the present convention further limitations may be imposed only if the protecting power is satisfied that it would be in the interests of the prisoners of war concerned to do so owing to difficulties of translation caused by the detaining power's inability to find sufficient qualified linguists to carry out the necessary censorship if limitations must be placed on the correspondence addressed to prisoners of war, they may be ordered only by the power on which the prisoners depend, possibly at the request of the detaining power. Such letters and cards must be conveyed by the most rapid method at the disposal of the detaining power. They may not be delayed or retained for disciplinary reasons. Prisoners of war who have been without news for a long period or who are unable to receive news from their next of kin or to give them news by the ordinary postal route, as well as those who are at a great distance from their homes, shall be permitted to send telegrams. The fees being charged against the prisoners of war's accounts with the detaining power or paid in the currency at their disposal. They shall likewise benefit by this measure in cases of urgency. As a general rule, the correspondence of prisoners of war shall be written in their native language the parties to the conflict may allow correspondence in other languages. Sacks containing prisoner-of-war mail must be securely sealed and labeled so as clearly to indicate their contents, and must be addressed to offices of destination. Article 72. Prisoners of war shall be allowed to receive by post or by any other means individual parcels or collective shipments containing, in particular, foodstuffs, clothing, medical supplies, and articles of a religious, educational, or recreational character which may meet their needs, including books, devotional articles, scientific equipment, examination papers, musical instruments, sports outfits, and materials allowing prisoners of war to pursue their studies or their cultural activities. Such shipments shall in no way free the detaining power from the obligations imposed on it by virtue of the present Convention. The only limits which may be placed on these shipments shall be those proposed by the protecting power in the interest of the prisoners themselves, or by the International Committee of the Red Cross or any other organization giving assistance to the prisoners in respect of their own shipments only, on account of exceptional strain on transport or communications. The conditions for the sending of individual parcels and collective relief shall, if necessary, be the subject of special agreements between the powers concerned, which may in no case delay the receipt by the prisoners of relief supplies. Books may not be included in parcels of clothing and foodstuffs. Medical supplies shall, as a rule, be sent in collective parcels. Article 73 in the absence of special agreements between the powers concerned on the conditions for the receipt and distribution of collective relief shipments the rules and regulations concerning collective shipments which are annexed to the present convention shall be applied the special agreements referred to above shall in no case restrict the right of prisoners representatives to take possession of collective relief shipments intended for prisoners of war to proceed to their distribution or to dispose of them in the interest of the prisoners. Nor shall such agreements restrict the right of representatives of the protecting power, the International Committee of the Red Cross, or any other organization giving assistance to prisoners of war, and responsible for the forwarding of collective shipments to supervise their distribution to the recipients. Article 74. All relief shipments for prisoners of war shall be exempt from import, customs, and other dues correspondence, relief shipments, and authorized remittances of money addressed to prisoners of war or dispatched by them through the post office, either direct or through the Information Bureau provided for in Article 122 and the Central Prisoners of War Agency provided for in Article 123, shall be exempt from any postal dues, both in the countries of origin and destination, and in intermediate countries. If relief shipments intended for prisoners of war cannot be sent through the post office by reason of weight or for any other cause, the cost of transportation shall be borne by the detaining power in all the territories under its control. The other powers party to the Convention shall bear the cost of transport in their respective territories. In the absence of special agreements between the parties concerned, the costs connected with transport of such shipments, other than costs covered by the above exemption, shall be charged to the senders the high contracting parties shall endeavour to reduce so far as possible the rates charged for telegrams sent by prisoners of war or addressed to them article seventy five should military operations prevent the powers concerned from fulfilling their obligation to assure the transport of the shipments referred to in articles seventy seventy one seventy two and seventy seven the protecting powers concerned the international committee of the red cross or any other organization duly approved by the parties to the conflict may undertake to ensure the conveyance of such shipments by suitable means railway wagons motor vehicles vessels or aircraft etc for this purpose the high contracting parties shall endeavor to supply them with such transport and to allow its circulation especially by granting the necessary safe conducts such transport may also be used to convey a. Correspondence, lists, and reports exchanged between the Central Information Agency referred to in Article 123 and the National Bureau referred to in Article 122. b. Correspondence and reports relating to prisoners of war which the Protecting Power, the International Committee of the Red Cross, or any other body assisting the prisoners exchange either with their own delegates or with the parties to the conflict these provisions in no way detract from the right of any party to the conflict to arrange other means of transport if it should so prefer nor preclude the granting of safe conducts under mutually agreed conditions to such means of transport in the absence of special agreements the costs occasioned by the use of such means of transport shall be borne proportionally by the parties to the conflict whose nationals are benefited thereby. Article 76. The censoring of correspondence addressed to prisoners of war or dispatched by them shall be done as quickly as possible. Mail shall be censored only by the dispatching state and the receiving state, and once only by each. The examination of consignments intended for prisoners of war shall not be carried out under conditions that will expose the goods contained in them to deterioration, except in the case of written or printed matter. It shall be done in the presence of the addressee, or of a fellow-prisoner duly delegated by him. The delivery to prisoners of individual or collective consignments shall not be delayed under the pretext of difficulties of censorship. Any prohibition of correspondence ordered by parties to the conflict either for military or political reasons, shall be only temporary, and its duration shall be as short as possible. Article 77. The detaining power shall provide all facilities for the transmission, through the protecting power or the central prisoners of war agency provided for in Article 123, of instruments, papers, or documents intended for prisoners of war or dispatched by them, especially powers of attorney and wills. In all cases, they shall facilitate the preparation and execution of such documents on behalf of prisoners of war. In particular, they shall allow them to consult a lawyer and shall take what measures are necessary for the authentication of their signatures. End of section 14